0: Good morning and welcome to the Australian Market Briefing Podcast for Thursday the 10th of October 2019. Having a look over to the US last night, the markets were up, S&P 500 gaining 1.15%, Dow Jones up 0.92% and the NASDAQ up 1.28%. Yields were slightly up as well except for the three month yield which came down just a little bit. Yesterday the ASX200 was down 0.71%, the Nikkei down 0.61%. Over in Europe the FTSE up 0.33% and the stocks 50 up 0.77%. Looking at currencies, the US dollar had a mixed bag. Slightly weaker against the Euro and against the Yen but but stronger against the Aussie dollar, Canadian dollar and British pound. The Aussie dollar had a similar performance, down slightly against the Euro, stronger against the Canadian dollar and British pound, but also a little bit weaker against the Yen. Afterpay was in the news yesterday with former US Treasury Secretary Larry Summers joining the advisory board in the United States. In an announcement, Afterpay said that it hopes Summers will help identify key business opportunities and partnerships at a time when American consumers are increasing alternative payment methods to avoid revolving and extended debt. Summers is a world-renowned economist and former advisor to President Barack Obama. Other members of the advisory board in the US are former Reebok CEO Uli Becker, and former CEO of ModCloth, Matthew Canis. Larry Summers brings financial disruptor experience from Jack Dorsey's Square, where he sits on the board of directors. Also part of the news yesterday was the announcement that David Hancock, a director at Afterpay, will be resigning. Hancock will remain as a consultant at the company and is sitting on a pile of shares and options worth $100 million. Trade tensions heating up between the US and China sent Australian shares crashing yesterday. Flight Center dropped 11% after announcing that their first half underlying profits will be lower than a year ago in a challenging trading environment. This comes after the collapse of Thomas Cook just weeks ago. Standing out from the market was Clinuvel Pharmaceuticals up 60.2% after the US Food and Drug Administration has granted approval to supply its Senes drug. Also in the news yesterday morning was Jerome Powell's speech in which he declared that the time is now upon us to start expanding its balance sheet. This is likely in response to recent volatility in the repo market This was largely due to a miscalculation by the Fed on the amount of reserves needed in the banking system. The US Fed's reserves have shrunk to half of what they were in 2014, despite a growing economy. However, this new program of growing the balance sheet is not classic quantitative easing. QE, as it has been used in the past, has focused on buying long-dated US treasuries to suppress long-term rates. Although details are yet to be released, this new plan will focus on buying short-term securities to expand the balance sheet and avoid short-term funding issues, as were seen at the end of last quarter. Wall Street was up overnight as China said it was still open to a partial trade deal with the United States. Separately, it was also reported that China has made an offer to increase purchases of US agricultural products. Futures are pointing to a positive start on the ASX. That is all we have for today. Thank you for listening. I'll be back tomorrow with another episode. Hey guys, I just wanted to let you know that the Business As Usual podcast is going strong. We release every week at midday, so definitely go uh, wherever you listen to podcasts. Go and have a listen or check out the Millennial Investor YouTube channel. Uh, every uh, every Saturday at midday, we premiere the new episode and hang out in the comments with you guys. So go check that out. Um, hope to see you over there.